Hello, my wee fam, and welcome to all my returning listeners and to my new listeners. I am Andrea. I am the creator of Women's Enlightenment. Even though it says Women's Enlightenment, it is not just for women. It is for men as well. So just understand that and know that. I want to also real fast say thank you to my listeners because I don't pay attention to numbers, but when I popped into the thing today, it gave me a little notification and I am almost at two point something thousand listeners. So I want to say thank you so much because that really truly means a lot to me. I remember when I started out, I only had, I think about three listeners (laughs) and I was like, that's okay. I'm still going to do exactly what I want to do, which is my podcast. No matter what it is, I still want to put this out. So I just want to say thank you so much because that really means a lot to me from the bottom of my heart. I do my best to not talk about too much of social media, um, but there's one topic that I cannot ignore, and I'm not going to touch on it long. I just want to just give my two cents real fast. I'm sure a lot of you probably already know what I'm going to talk about, but like I said, it's going to be very quickly. So the Will and Jada situation, was he wrong for doing what he did? Yes, because there was a better time, better place for what he did. Is she wrong for how she handled it by, you know, sitting back and just laughing and watching? And and I don't, I mean, I'm sure they had a conversation afterwards. None of us were there. We don't know what happened. So I'm not going to speculate on anything. But what I am going to say, though, I need y'all to hear me, women. If you're no longer romantically in love or feeling or vibing with however you want to call it with a man it is time for you guys to sit down and have that conversation and I understand that a lot of us don't like to do the whole okay I have to get back on the dating scene again and it's very different now you got to be it's very different now so you know I get it but I don't condone and I don't get is how she has loved this man I think she loves him in a way I can't speak for her either in a way that's almost hurting who he is um, as a person and it's lightweight humiliating to him as well Um, like in a conversation today you know we were talking about how you know he's tried to live up to uh, the to being someone that was in her life that she loved a lot which was Tupac you know and if anybody knows, there's a doc. She she did a a, a, a documentary or a um, an interview, and it was just the whole vibe of that interview. And I literally understood that she's not happy with who she is as a person. Um, and it's we have to love ourselves, even though she has this whole red red, t- red table talk. And this is what we're gonna do. We're talking. We're expressing. It's a lot of toxicity. And it's cool, you know, people want to come on and share their, their, their hurts and what they've been through. And now it's a whole different thing. I see it's changed. But can we please go back to the whole moment where she slept with her son's friend, who is the same age as her son? Now, hear me when I say this, and I've probably already lost some people, but I hope not. Pedophilia is a thing for women as well. It's amazing how people always 
scream about it at the top of their lungs when a man does it to a, a guy because I can't I can't put them in a category as calling them a man so when a guy does anything to a young girl it's you know then red flags all pop up everything red flags it's, it's very loud very in your face everybody hears it but my concern is that no one has these same strong red flags when a woman, I'm uh, sorry, excuse me, because I can't give that title to them either, when a um, a chick does that to young males. So what we're saying is it's okay for guys to be like that, but it's not okay for, I mean, I'm sorry, it's okay to make a big scene when a guy does that but it's not okay to make a big scene when a chick does that I'm very confused on how this goes because maybe you guys don't understand but a lot of young men have been molested and raped by older chicks they take advantage and I've talked about it before and how it happens is it's celebrated for the guys because they're like, oh, you got some early and you know, ah, da, 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 da. but what what we're failing to pay attention to is no, that was called molestation or it was called rape. That's, that's what the problem is. But when it's done, when, when, a, when, a, when a guy does it, it's, it's called pedophilia, right? They're pedophile. Okay, it's the same thing for when a chick does it. When a chick takes advantage of a young youth because it's called they prey on them because they're watching them, this is exactly what happens. And then they have sex with them. They emotionally damage them. They emotionally hurt them. They emotionally scar them. They emotionally put them in places that they still have to understand what what is really happening. <clears throat> and I think a lot of us don't really take in the aspects of sex. Yes, sex is what it is, sex. But sex is also bigger than just that. It is a mo- emotional connection. When you have a deeper connection with somebody and you lay with them, it's if you're just in it just to get your quick fix in and then you go about your business and that's all y'all do, you know, y'all don't talk about nothing, you get in, get out, and it, and you know you're on to the next person. If you're having sex with, you know, just popping in each person, left and right, left and right, back to back to back, maybe every every day you have somebody that you're having sex with. You know what I'm saying? There's no emotional connection. There's none. Which is why guys are able to just sleep with any, any old body. Some. But change my... Some guys are able to sleep with just any old body and not think twice about it. Don't get me wrong, because there are females out here that are able to just sleep with any old body and not think twice about it at all. There's no emotional attachment to them. Now, because I said I wasn't going to tap on that first situation too long, it feeds into what I'm talking about, though. I think what we're missing is also is when there's a disconnect from our childhood because we're suppressing so much of what we've been through and have gone through, it then goes into other other areas of our lives. 
And I've talked about this many, many times before in ways that I thought was very clear, but I'm going to be even more clear now when I speak about this. Because what we fail to realize is for us as young ladies growing up, when we don't have a father figure in our household to show us that true love, that genuineness, that care, that kindness, that everything that a dad should show a daughter, you know, to help them to be able to know what guys not to go for, what guys to go for, you know, things like that. And if our mom is, you know, not that way, she probably has somebody that's in her life that's not right, you know, maybe emotionally, mentally damaging to her, uh, physically damaging to her, and she just keeps staying with these type of people this entire time all along. What do you think that's going to do to this little girl? Like I'm giving you two different scenarios, okay? All in one. So you have this little girl that grows up in a household where maybe the dad is more loving and caring and, and, and showing, you know, his daughter of, you know, the ways. Um, the mom is as well, but not as much as the dad. Cause at this moment it's the dad showing the daughter like, okay, this is how a gentleman should treat you. This is what should happen. This is how you hold yourself. You know, that's comes from the mom's side as well. And you have a different household where maybe the mom is more so showing the daughter these things, but she's not showing her the right way. She's only verbally telling her, but the actions are not matching up with what she's seeing uh, or hearing. I'm sorry. So she's seeing her mom have these dudes just running out her house, just back to back to back. Doesn't know the dudes' names because names are irrelevant at this time, at this point, because it's a different face every time. It's just dude in, dude out, dude in, dude out, dude in, dude out, dude in, dude out, dude in, dude out. That's what this is. What do you think is going to happen? Her emotional detachment from trying to be, attempting to be in a relationship is not going to be there. Why? Because there is no emotional attachment to any one man that's been in her life to help her, to give her that guidance from, and I'm telling you, we all think that, you know, a mom's love is amazing. It really is because a mom's love is amazing. We get that. But there is so much power in a man being in a home for his child that will never be able to be touched. Um, And the more people realize that, I think the more we could start moving forward in this way. Um, It is, it's sad because... Nine times of ten, the young girl will grow up and be very confused because she wants to have relationships. She wants to, you know, be able to connect. She wants to do this, but she's so used to having, seeing guys come in and out of her house. That's what she thinks love. Is. That's what she thinks love is. It's in and out. Not one dude. I'm not connecting with one guy whatsoever to find, you know, to figure out does he really like me? Do I really like him? I'm gonna just have sex with him and just keep it going. Or, or there is a connection. But she's so afraid to trust and have those emotions because she doesn't know if he's going to leave or stay, you know, and her emotions are throwing him off because he's so confused because he wants to connect, but he's not sure how to connect because she's closed off. But yeah, she's not closed off. You guys following me? There is so much more I can put into that for you guys to understand it. But I think you guys understand what I'm saying. It is very, very, very difficult 
to understand anybody else's dynamic dynamic outside of their four walls and windows and doors. You hear me? So we don't know what anybody goes through behind those closed doors. We don't know what their love language is. We don't know if they were taught love language. We don't know how their home dynamic was. We don't know like if there was a mom was in the house, the dad was in the house, if they didn't live with their mom or dad, who did they live with? How did they grow up? What was their love? What was shown to them? What was not shown to them? So for a young man growing up, and if he's seeing his mom just have all these dudes in and out, in and out, in and out, well, why should he care about when he's with, a, you know, when he finally has a relationship? How's he going to treat her? Is that how he's going to do the same thing? Just in and out? He doesn't have any kind of emotional attachment to anyone, um, any one relationship because he doesn't know how to because that's not what he was shown. Even if you have both parents in your life, hear me. You're still going to take something different from those those grown up in, in two family homes because you're still going to see something completely different. You're going to still want to, you not want to, but you're still going to understand it different because your mom may be very uh, closed off and your dad may be very open and loving. Your dad may be closed off, but he's home. He's in the home, but he's not present. And your mom may be the one doing everything. So it never, just be, I want to be clear on this because I think we get real confused on, oh no, well, both my parents have been in the household. That doesn't mean anything though. You're both, your parents can be in that household and you still can take something from that because even though you don't see what's going on in your forefront, doesn't mean that there's nothing going on behind you. Energy is everything. You can feel the tension. You can feel, you know, when there's something not right. You can feel when things are thrown off. But I, because we've, we've mastered how to suppress our emotions that so much of us, we don't even understand because when we get into these relationships, a lot of us, those bags come open and we have to unpack them because yes, you can know yourself solely. Every one of us can know ourselves solely. Some of us don't know ourselves solely too. And I, 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 I'm clearly understanding of that. A lot of us don't know who we are solely and we don't know ourselves solo. So when we get in a relationship and we have these wants and these needs and these I want to, I don't want to say expectations, but I will say expectations because some people have some high ass expectations that they're putting on people that they can't even give for themselves. Like, how do you do that? But if that's the kind of lifestyle that you live, that's what you're wanting. Then why would you go for somebody that you know can't even touch your expectation of what you want in a relationship? Why would you do that to yourself? Because you're going to just hurt yourself and then start blaming them as they're the problem. No, you're the problem. So, to have a grown woman be in this togetherness with somebody, I don't think they even call their marriage a marriage, but to be unhappy, as she kept saying it, um but slept with someone who was already going through his own emotional trauma, working to heal through his own emotional trauma, getting over emotional trauma and um, learning of his own disabilities that he has to work through. 
takes advantage of this young man because I'm going to say that's how this happened. I don't know because, of course, again, none of us are there. But when people are in those times of healing and they still don't know themselves, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're quote unquote famous or not. A healing process is a hard process. And when someone takes advantage of you in the middle of your healing process and it's sexually, what do you think is about to happen? But when you're young and it's someone that you probably liked and looked up to, you're not going to think twice about that. Your whole emotions are going to be in a whole nother place because you're like, I finally get to have sex with this person. Just because you have quote unquote I'm sorry, not quote unquote. Just because you have um, movies out and, you know, TV shows out and, you know, your bank account is completely different does not make you a better person. And I think that's what a lot of us keep forgetting is that these are real human beings. The only difference between us and them is that they have more money, a lot more, um, and they have a profile like movies um tv shows they have endorsements they have all this stuff and they're still not happy so while we're out here not we because I, I i don't idolize uh, people that are in the limelight like that that's not i've never been able to do that But why people out here doing just that and trying to live up to who they are or trying to look like them or be like them and, you know, change their body styles and do all this other stuff, you're, you're really copycatting, you're, you're copying someone that's not even happy with themselves. And a lot of people probably aren't going to understand this message and that's okay. That's, it's just not for you at this time. But hear me when I say this. You have to follow your own path emotionally and mentally because your own path is going to be the path that's going to lead you to where you need to be correctly. The people that are supposed to be in your life will be in your life. If they're not meant to be in your life, they will be removed from your life either by you or because they, you know, found that they can't take advantage of you the way they thought they were going to try to. Understand this. Everybody is not meant to be in your life. Stop trying to hold on to people because... You know, oh, I grew up with them and oh, we have history. But is your history good? Or if it's, if your history is all filled with toxic, narcissistic behaviors, it's time to let go. Like there's nothing healthy about that because they only come around when you're going through toxic shit. Pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Again, this message isn't for, isn't for everybody and it's probably going to offend some people. I'm not here to make sure that I always pacify everybody with my messages. That's what I need everybody to understand too. I have to speak the real because we have real lives that we're really living. I um, seen this thread the other day on um, Instagram and I really wish I would have saved it, but it talked about how women, when they don't have a connection with their dads, how women see their relationships and how they view them and how they pick you know the guys that or allow the guy that to be in their lives that they want um and how they ignore it it just oh I wish I could have 
saved it and shared that because and talked about it because it's so true we always talk about men and mom issues you know the men that have that don't have a good relationship with a mom and how how they it reflects in their relationships on how they you know trust don't trust all of this plays a role with your upbringing which is why i said from the beginning our childhood is a huge mirror in our lives and until we start chiseling away at our childhood traumas we're going to keep on reliving everything over and over and over again but then you hear people say no I'm healed you're healed from what because what I'm watching isn't healed you know no you're not we have to get better and I'm speaking to my black men and women we have to get better at really working on doing the work And I know when people hear shadow work, they think, oh, it's demonic. No, it's called suppressed. You have suppressed so much of your emotions and your mentals that when you have to really unpack and unwind and really relive things, it bothers a lot of people. So no, shadow work is not bad. It's actually good. You need to do it because you need to cleanse yourself to be able to be a better you for whoever's going to be in your life. And if you have children, please understand how important it is because you're passing on your demons to your children. Please hear me when I say that. I know people think that's not true. No, you, we pass on a lot of negativity to our children. I don't care how we sugarcoat it. We pass on a lot of negativity to our children. I know it. I had to check myself a couple times on how I was raising my son before my daughter came. I had to really re, really revisit some places within myself and really fix how I was talking to him and just how I raised him. I was very strict with him for a long time and very just, just, it was bad. It was just, you know, just, it was that set, like, it was that discipline that it was like he couldn't do anything. And I didn't like that because it's like, he's a child. He needs to be able to be a child, but I didn't want him to, you know, we walked in people's houses, you know, people look at you sideways, like, why is your child acting like that? So you're like, oh my God, you know, so you want to hurry up and get your child versus letting your child be a child. I was disciplining him for being a child. So I had to really check my own self and adjust some things and realign. Cause I was like, this child's a child. Now he ain't going to be in nobody's house being disrespectful. Now that's what we don't do. But I had to release a lot of what I what I grew up going through in my childhood and change how I raised him. I don't want to raise him like I was raised. I'm not saying I was raised bad because I wasn't. I don't want nobody to think this and say something different. And if a family member hears this, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there are things in my childhood I wish could have been different. And I was raising my son at first that same way. And I thought and like, when I had to look at my child one day and apologize to him, he was just being a child. And I got mad because I was irritated and tired and he was getting on my nerves at that moment. I had to really stop and like, you know what? Mommy apologizes for how I, how I just yelled at you. I really apologize. What is it that you want to do again? You know what? We'll go do it. We'll make the time. You know, um, there's things that I really worked on and still continue to work on as a adult And as a mother, um, one, you know, being an adult, um, it, there's a lot that we go through 
daily. There's a lot that we're still working through daily. For those that want to do the work and those that are truly working on themselves, you understand the pressure that you're under. But then if you don't think about it as pressure, it makes it so much easier for you. You move different. You think different. You you breathe different. You're able to just conquer things completely different when you stop putting so much on yourself. Patience is a virtue. So I'm learning that, you know, and I think with a lot of us as parents, we still need to be very, very, very cautious about who we have our children around because we have to remember that children are predators just as much as as adults are because we don't know anybody's home life, even though we may be around these people all day, every day. When they close those doors, we don't know what happens in their in their in their household unless we're living there. And even then, it's a sample. You're not really seeing all of it. So I started off with one thing. I'm going into another because they all go hand to hand. And I'm going to let you guys also know that if you choose to be out here having sex with this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, I've said it many times before, that's your choice. Understand something, though. All P ain't good P and all D ain't good D. It all comes with some kind of baggage. It all comes with some kind of energy. It all comes with some kind of disease. It all comes with some kind of something. Remember that. Be careful who you lay with because it could cost you everything. Emotionally, mentally, and physically. And yes, spiritually too. You don't know what kind of traumas and demons they have. Just like they don't know what kind of traumas and demons you have. And until you start really doing your work on who you are as a person, you're giving out all this negativity. You're giving out all this bad energy. You're giving out all these bad vibes. If you want to call it what it is, you're giving out all this bad juju. Like that's what it is. But nobody wants to really have those kind of conversations. And I'm sure somebody's having them. I just haven't heard them. So point me in the right direction. Because, listen, we all want to be happy. I understand that. We all want to be in these beautiful relationships and being happy. Being in beautiful relationships take work. It's called communication. It's called talking about the hard stuff. It's called opening up. Some of us don't. Some of us do. I'm, you know... (laughs) You know, when you get in these situations and, you know, like in relationships and, um, or dating even, and you're working to learn somebody and to know somebody, you want them to learn you. And when they close you off, it's like, you just get closed off. So you don't like, why am I going to share this piece of me if you don't even want to hear me, you know? So then you get used to that. And I think a lot of us are, we, we do that. It's okay. Share too much. Care too much. Love too much. Either they're going to vibe with you and rock with you or they're not. Point blank, period. So what? So what if you have, it's okay. Give yourself in time in between, six months in between, a year in between before you rock with somebody else though. But please, for your emotions, your safety, your mentals, don't be out here just having everybody in your bed. Don't, don't be out here just sleeping with every single body. That was probably cute in your 20s, maybe, yes, maybe early 30s. But after a while, it's like, it's draining. I would think it's very draining, actually. 
<laughs> because at some point, some of us really want connections. And if you really want a connection, how are you going to have a connection with somebody if you're just sleeping with everybody? Women, we have to be held more accountable for ourselves and our actions and how we do things. We really do. We can't keep blaming these men. We're hurting just as bad as they are, but we need to understand that they hurt in a different way than and then we hurt. And we need to hear them and listen to them at the same time and not put our two sins into it. Listen and hear them so we can be there for them. Now, I'm not saying listen and be there for them so they can be very toxic to you and blame you for everything and start, you know, making you be, you know, belittling you and make you feel less than. No, no, no. If if that's what we're doing, that's not the relationship or dating ship you should be in. I'm just letting you know right now. It's time to walk away. Always believe a person <clears throat> when they're upset, what they say to you when they're upset. Because whatever they just said to you, why they are upset is how they truly feel. I don't care how anybody tries to sugarcoat that and said, no, that's not true. It's very true. And listen to a person when they're intoxicated because you're going to hear how they truly feel as well. The truth serum, that's what they call it. When somebody's upset at you, that's how they really feel about you. When they start spouting off that negative energy, that's how they really feel about you. It's time to leave. And if they're intoxicated, pay attention to their words and their actions. They're telling exactly how they feel. Stop acting like you didn't see it because you did. Well, maybe he, no, he did. Well, maybe she, no, she did. She did. She said exactly what she said. And she meant that. If they're trying to embarrass you in front of your family, um, exit stage left. And that's the end of that one right there. Now, if y'all live together, that's a whole nother discussion. <laughs> it might be time to start packing. If you don't feel a deeper connection with somebody that you're with, start having that conversation as well. Because maybe lines across. Maybe one person heard something different than the other. Make sure the communication is clearly stated on what is happening. You need to know and you need to be okay and understand it. But I'm telling y'all, y'all don't like to hear this. And y'all, a lot of, a lot of people just want to ignore this part of it. But women, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. These ladies out here, chicks, females, I don't know how you want to call them because females really are animals. I don't really want to call nobody an animal, but our predators, they're also predators and, uh, Pedophilia runs very high in that area as well. But we always make it, it's always about the man. Only the man. I need y'all to understand, it's not just men. Guess who raised them? How did they know this? I'm not saying people were shown it. I'm just saying, pay attention. That's what I'm saying. You can't put blame on everybody else. Not all the time. It's not always the man all the time. Especially black men. It's not always black men all the time. It's not always black men all the time. Please understand that. You guys are rocking with me while I'm like driving out, getting gas and stuff like that. So, you know. (laughs) But you guys, we have to always stop putting all the blame on men. 
and understand that we hold, we have to be held accountable also. <clears throat> and um, what took place was really just kind of degrading to to a grown man in a public eye. Very degrading. As she sat back, like she was just royalty and has degraded this man in more ways than one. His dignity, I swear his dignity, like left his soul at that moment. Like it just, I don't even want to explain it. Yes, I know that, you know, uh, Chris Rock, you know, said some things prior to, he's, this is not his first time talking about her. I, you know, it's just, it's so much that I can't, that's, that's not my lifestyle. I can't put too much more on that conversation, like I said, but that conversation just leads into a whole nother conversation about just women have to be held accountable also. It's not fair that all the anger always goes straight for the men. And it's always the black men that have to be the line of attack. You know, and I understand, I understand there's probably some women right now mad and, you know, saying, I get, I get it. But you have to understand that we're always catered to our emotions, our affections, our everything. And we have to remind ourselves that um, our black men have, they have a voice as well. They have feelings as well. They deserve to be loved as well. They deserve to be catered to as well. A lot of black men will not tell you their their upbringing. They won't tell you about their, their childhood. A lot of them won't because a lot of them had some hard childhoods. Or they'll paint a pretty picture to make you believe it. But then you get in this relationship with them or start dating them. I'm sorry, start dating them. And you're going to start seeing the real true colors. And you're going to wonder why. But again, what questions did y'all really have for one another? How did y'all talk? How did y'all communicate? Was it just sex first? Did y'all not have any communication? Did you not ask those hard questions? And again, a lot of people don't like to ask hard questions because they feel like they're invading or because I feel, you know, people, I feel like they're not going to talk to me if I asked, if I'm too invading, if I, when I, well, if you finna sleep with them, don't you think you should know something? Or if you're only going to sleep with them, listen, you about to take in a lot because you're taking on a lot of stuff that you don't know. And you wonder why you're feeling the way you're feeling because you didn't took on another energy that had nothing to do with you. But because you just wanted sex, that's what you got. That is what you got. There's this picture uh, I found a couple years ago and I had did a post about it. Um, it shows, I think, a woman's lips. But it showed bodies all on that woman's lips. You have to be very careful where your mouth is. You have to be very careful about where your mouth not just is, but how it speaks how you speak about yourself, how you speak about other people, how you, you know, just carry yourself. Like women, we get it. We, we can, you know, right. We can carry the, we can carry the world if we could, we really could. And probably will damn near have, but so have our men, especially our black men. So to keep putting down our black men, I have a hard time with that often. Because I have amazing black men in my life. You know? And to see 
how sometimes the world looks at black men is real sickening. It's real sickening. Um, how black men are not valued like they should be is disheartening. It's sickening. And it's just like, are, are we kidding right now? Are we kidding? Because look how many black men that are powerful make sure to uplift other black men. And I don't mean like powerful with money. I mean powerful with wealth. You have to understand there's a difference in those two words. Because you can be powerful in finances all you want to, but that doesn't mean you're powerful in wealth. It's a complete difference. Just like hearing and listening are complete opposites. But you're supposed to do both. You're supposed to hear to listen and listen to hear. But finances and wealth, they're complete opposites. They do the complete different thing, but they go hand in hand when you do it right. Because a lot of people out here are very wealthy, but not with money. And a lot of people are out here financially doing good, but they're not happy. You know, it's just, and maybe I put that in the wrong way, but I, in my head, it goes the right way because you can be wealthy and not have money. You can be, you can have a lot of money and not be wealthy. There we go. <laughs> you can have a lot of money and not be wealthy and have no money and still be wealthy. There we go for, for make it plain, plain and simple. Please know that. But a lot of people don't get that. They don't want to understand it that way. They don't want to see it that way. Again, going back to this other part. Our black men need us. Not for us to continue putting them down. Not to continue throwing them under the bus. No, they need us. Now, I understand there's a lot of lost souls out here. I get that. Some cannot be saved. But for the men that are standing up and they're doing what they need to do on a daily basis, they're active dads, they're active, you know, um, husbands and boyfriends. Listen, love them from your whole entire heart the same way that they give you love. Because some, I'm telling you, don't even have the space to love you, but they make the space to love you. You don't get that. So don't degrade your man. Don't put him down behind the scenes to anybody else. Don't, you know, do all that negative talk to him. No, empower him. Speak to him. Understand him. Listen to him. The same way he puts you on a pedestal is that same pedestal that you should be putting him on. The same way. Not com- Y'all don't need to compete to, it, to do it because there's no competition. Because one person's always going to love the other more. That's just, that's just how it is. And maybe, maybe I'm wrong when I say that, but there's always going to be one person that's probably going to love harder than the other one. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I, I've always believed that. I've always believed that. And it feels like the other person doesn't love them, but that's not true. Their, their love is just completely different. That's the problem. You know, we all expect to be loved the same way. And that's just not how that works. Because again, some people weren't show love the right way. So their love is completely different. Maybe their love is words. Maybe their love is, you know, gift giving. Maybe their love and communication is something different, but it's not the words I love you. And some of us want to hear, I love you all the time. I love you. I love you. I love you. But what 
what does me saying I love you to you mean if I can't show you that I love you? Do you see what I'm saying? So, yes, I started off talking about that. And I told y'all I didn't want to stay into that too long because, of course, none of us really know their lifestyle. We're not. I mean, okay, a lot of it's being, you know, aired for us to see. Got it. But remember, what y'all seen um, on that day was a broken man. That man is broken and hurt in so many ways. It it's it's very sad to see. And he's gonna be okay. He just has to have the right people around him and in his life. I just don't think, you know, their what they share is gonna be it, because he's gonna always work to live up to uh, to somebody that he's not able to be. And that's where when she understood that she could not love him that way she should not have allowed herself to be in a relationship with someone that she could not love the way she wanted to be loved or loved like someone else loved her but let me put this out here too you can't go into dating someone and in a relationship with someone and in a marriage with someone expecting them to love you in a way that someone else loved you because that person's not in your life no more. So let that go. The person that's standing in your life as who you're dating or in your relationship or you're in a marriage with is loving you for who they are with now not for loving you because they're trying to give you, you know, they're trying to love you um, the way. No, they're loving you for you, not you for the other person they were with. No, they're not with them no more for that reason. So to my women, we have to be very understanding that we're not always right. We have to understand that saying I apologize is good to do. Not just, oh, I apologize, I hurt your feelings. No, 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 no. I apologize for X, Y, and I said that when I talked about being more intentional. What did you, what are you apologizing for? Be more specific. That's what I tell my children. What would you, no, don't just tell me you're sorry. Sorry for what? You're sorry? What, what? We're not playing a game. This is real life. What what are you sorry for? You're sorry? No. I apologize for my actions because, or not because, but I apologize for my actions, you know, whatever the action was. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, if, you know, my children are getting into it and they arguing and my son or daughter says something that's disrespectful, you know, hitting below the belt or something. Oh, absolutely not. Excuse me. Come back here. Let's talk about this. Why did you say that? I was just mad. Oh, so we just say things that we don't mean? Okay. Or did you really mean that? You know, I'm always quite, did you really mean that? Is that how you really feel? Or are you just saying it to make that other, to make your sister hurt or make your brother hurt? If you don't mean that, I want you to apologize, but I want you to take your time to understand why you're apologizing and what you're apologizing for before you even open your mouth to apologize. Don't just say, I apologize, because that's not going to work. Why are you apologizing? And it took me a long time to understand that, which is why I made sure my my children understand that. So when I'm wrong, I apologize for exactly what it is I did, even if it was not something intentional. Now, please understand me. This is why I talked about being intentional. We can do things that 
we didn't think was going to hurt somebody else's feeling. No matter who it is, we didn't know. We were just, you know, and I'm like, oh, shit. you know, okay. Conversation had, go, okay. I apologize because, you know, I'm sorry. I keep saying because I apologize for whatever the action is. You know, I really didn't mean that that was not blah, 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 whatever the conversation is going to be. But don't just, I'm sorry, and walk away. Or, or expect them to know that you apologize. No. No. The same way we can be loud about anything else, we need to be loud about an apology as well. You hear me? <laughs> it's okay to say I apologize. And you should not struggle to apologize for anything, by the way, too. Now, if you out here just laying around cheating and doing some old other disrespectful shit, at, by any means necessary, it's time for you to go ahead and pack your bags because there is nothing to apologize for. It is time to go. It is time to go. You know, maybe they caused you to do whatever it is you're doing because you feel that you're not being heard, talked to, whatever the case may be. Excuse. That's an excuse. That means you haven't talked to them and had a full conversation for you guys to come together at a table, at a couch, at a chair, at a somebody, something to understand why there's a disconnect. If you feel this way, but they feel they're giving you all this attention, but you feel that you're not getting it, so you stepped out, no, you're in the wrong. And if they forgive you for what you did and you guys are going to work through it, don't bring it up again. And if they end up stepping out on you because all of a sudden, da-da-da-da, that's a vicious cycle. And I understand that some marriages and relationships work through stuff like that. I don't think I'm one of those that can work through something like that because you had an emotion to go sleep with somebody else to sleep with like you had a thing it was a thought process I'm, I do apologize I love you with all my heart and soul but I don't know if I can get over this because every day I'm gonna think what piece of you did you give to this person besides sex to where you were comfortable enough to even explore that area with them Oh, no, I don't, that's just, everybody has their limits. That's my boundary right there. I I, I don't come back. I'm not able to come back from that. And I say that now, I've said it before and I don't, I don't, I don't, don't, that what, that won't ever change because we could have talked. We could have had a discussion. How did this person feel that comfortable enough for you to be able to lay with them? How were they comfortable enough to know that they could do that with you? How were they comfortable enough for you to have these conversations to even before you had the sex with them? Woo, child, y'all don't want me to go here. Uh -uh, Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, not yet. (laughs) I'm just letting y'all know right now. I'm not, I'm not that forgiving. I'm a very, I'm a very forgiving person. I'm very forgiving. I can probably forgive you for a lot of stuff that you've done to me, except for putting your hands on me and cheating on me because those take thoughts they take thought before you do it you have to have emotion before you even sleep with somebody else I don't want to hear that well no it just happened shit no it didn't just happen things led up to that it didn't just happen Mm -mm. nope I'm a very forgiving very forgiving person so if you lying to me, you put your hands on me and you cheat. No, I don't forgive those. I don't forget it and I won't forgive it. And I understand you're supposed to forgive for all of that. I will forgive you at a distance and move on with my life. 
I will not forgive you in my presence and continue to be in your presence after you disrespect me that way. Again, everybody doesn't do that. Everybody can, you know, their people can forgive and, and go on with their life. And then at the same time, other people can forgive and then just do it right back because they want them to feel the pain that they felt. Sick cycle. No, I, I don't. I, no, I don't need nobody to feel the pain I felt. I know the pain I felt. I'm not going to do it to you. No, I'm not going to do it to you. I'm not. I've had it done to me. <laughs> Listen, the pain of that, the pain of somebody cheating on you that looks you in your face and tells you that they love you. No. Uh, and I have to forgive you? And, st- and, and you want me to stay in this relationship? <laughs> no. 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 That's that's some pain right there. Because you don't forget it. You cannot. Because you, your, your mind starts wondering, how did this happen? What did I miss? Why didn't we have a conversation? Did we have a conversation? Did I miss it? You know, it, but it's not... you. We're going to go there, but we're not going to go there right now. I'm just saying, women, though, we have to stop putting our men down. We have to start being there for them more. But do hold them accountable, though, for their actions and behaviors now. Don't just let them talk to you in no kind of way and be disrespectful. But remember, men love differently. Don't let toxic behaviors replace what love behaviors are supposed to be understand that there's a huge difference now I can understand working through some things and you're getting you know you're in your healing process and you're still working through some things because your childhood our childhoods childhoods are completely different all that that is understandable but doing stuff on purpose because you want to say oh well because this is just who I am well you can be who you are by yourself but being there for a man does not mean putting him down being there for a man does not mean de- be belittling him. Being there for a man does not mean humiliating him in front of people, um, talking to him disrespectfully loud in front of people, any of that. We have to start rising up again and making sure that our men are being in that same rise up that we're having. Because that's important. Because without them, there's not much that we can do. Without us, there's not much that they can do. We go hand in hand. So I need us to hand in hand versus apart. And I understand that that's how how a lot of people want us to be. But we got to be smarter than that and understand that rising up together is what we have to do. Not apart. And our black men... Oh, they need us. Y'all better be out here getting your little black men husbands and stop playing with me. Ain't nothing in these streets for you. There is nothing in these streets. Just thought I'd make sure you guys hear this. Nothing. Get you a man. That's cool. If that's what you want to be. If you want to be in a relationship, that's cool. Someone that you can work with, relate with, and just, you know, when I say work with, like do your work with and enjoy. But if you don't have a relationship, then don't be bitter. Have a good one. Thank you. Because <laughs> that's what this is. Don't be bitter. No. Mm-mm. And just remember, all your relationships that you were in prior to was a different part of you. You can't blame them as well. You have to take a lot of your blame for yourself. Because there was two people in that relationship. 
So blaming just one party in a relationship isn't going to work. It's very negative. It's very toxic. Because you are part of that relationship too. What did you bring in that relationship? Because if they stood by your side working through your, your, your unpacking and releasing, why aren't you able to stand by their side as they're unpacking and releasing? And I don't mean disrespect. I don't mean them, you know, going off and doing other stuff behind your back with other women. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is respectfully, when you have this kind of dating ship and relationship, why can't you stand as strong as they did for you for them? But bitterness is not what we're doing. No, thank you. Bye-bye. That's not what we're doing. No. And just remember, men, y'all can be bitter too. Let's not do that. (laughs) Let's not. Don't bring your past relationships into your now dating and relationships. It hurts it. That person didn't do it. Remember that. That person didn't do it, but I understand the pain of it. But just don't keep making that person relive too much of your pain because it makes it seem like you're not over them at the same time I understand relationships aren't easy but really they are we just have to learn how to work together in relationships not cheating not having outside conversations because if you're if you're dating someone if you're in a relationship with someone if you're married Outside people should not know first about what you're going through. Your person should. Then if you want to share it, share it. But your person should always be your go-to person. And I understand. We all have that other person, you know, our best friend or, you know, we get that. We have that one person. But if your person is the opposite sex and your best friend or your, you know, your child you grew up together is an opposite sex, That person should not know before your person. That is very uncomfortable that they will always know everything first before your person. That's very hurtful. Please know that and understand that. And a lot of people don't need to know your personal life. Because you don't. A lot of people that are rooting for you aren't rooting for you. A lot of people don't want to see you in a happy relationship. Remember this. I know it's sad. You have to feel like this, but it's real. It took me until recently to understand that a conversation and I had to understand, okay, I get it because I was a little sensitive. Like, why can't, oh, got you, got you. Okay, cool, cool. I get it. Took me a minute because some of y'all are hateful. I see it on social media. Y'all are hateful in people's comments. You see a happy couple and the first thing you think is, oh, he ain't good to her. He's cheating on her. He probably got, what? You bitter little Betty, you. What are you doing? Go find you someone that's going to love you. First of all, love you first. And then you can have that same type of love. Doesn't mean you have to post it on social media, but you can have that same type of love without being so negative to somebody else. If that's what you want, go get it. But let that girl shine. Let that man shine. And so what if they're not pretty to you? They're beautiful to them. If a man has a woman that is not the size that you think she should be, the way she's supposed to look, he is he is happy with her. Remember that. And to ladies, if the guy don't look like you want him to look and all this other stuff, it's not your man. It is not your man. It's hers. 
y'all be so hateful in these comments oh y'all be hateful in the comments i'm not saying y'all i'm just saying in general people can be real disrespectful in comments you don't need to comment you can just bypass the whole thing i don't understand it and some of y'all be in relationships telling somebody else how to oh lord jesus okay let me go ahead and i'm gonna go ahead and end because if i go into that conversation i think a lot of people will be mad at me but i'm gonna go there don't worry just not right now (laughs) anyways you guys i do appreciate your time this is the first one for the first you know for this month so there is more coming hope i didn't run some of y'all away but i gotta keep it real just remember our men our black men need us just as much as they you know we need them they need us we need them too yes they need us to have their backs they need us to you know to believe in them they need us for that reminder they need us they need us be there for our black men stop 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 (laughs) stop being disrespectful love your black man love him Please love him because this world is trying to eat them up and spit them out in a major way. So they need our support. They need our love. Believe me, y'all, ain't nothing in these streets. We all done seen it. Stop playing. (laughs) If you choose to be in a relationship, be in a respectful one, be in a loving one, be in a careful one, be in a caring one, be in a kind one. Be in one where you guys reciprocate it from one another. Be in one where you guys can build together, have that energy together, have that vibe together, have that connection together. Because I'm telling you, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It is beautiful to vibe with somebody. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Just enjoy it and love it. But make sure that you love yourself first. So you're able to love the man that's going to be in your life or my men, make sure you love yourself first. So you're able to love that woman that's going to be in your life. We all have baggage. It's time to start opening that baggage and releasing a lot of what's in there so we can be better for ourselves and for those in our lives and especially for our children. Have a good one.